Have you ever wanted to own your own business and be your own boss? Well, you're in luck because what I do is I teach people how to make money from home through a variety of different ways of online income. You're listening to The School of Self-Made. My name's Kevin. Let's go. Hello guys, it's me, it's Kevin from the school of selfmade.com and I'm back with another episode and today we're going to talk some little different stuff than usual. We're not going to talk about how to make some money real quick. We're going to talk, talk about things that stop you from making money. The biggest thing being yourself. So basically what I want to do is I want to ask you guys all a question and then at the end I'm going to ask you again and I'm going to have something for you. So basically that question right now is what is something that you have always wanted to do? Like in your lifetime, what's something you've always wanted to do? Like uh, start a business, get a job doing whatever, um, be an actor. Um, my niece, when she was growing up, always said she wanted to be a crossing guard. You want to be a crossing guard? Nothing wrong with that if you do. But specifically, I want you guys to think about this throughout the whole episode here. What is it? that you want to do in your professional life. You know, I don't want to know if, you know, you want to marry Jennifer Aniston because I get it. But professionally, financially, what is it that you wanted to do as a career? And then at the end, we'll talk about it. Um, But while you're doing it, think about like what's stopping you. You know, is it time? Is it money? Is it knowledge? Education? Whatever you think it is. So... Let's figure that out, and then once you do, I want you also to kind of think about how can I help you fix that? How can I help you get to that goal? Because that's what I'm here for, guys, is to try to help everyone make a couple bucks, including myself. But today we're going to talk about three different things, the first of which I believe is a huge thing that's stopping you from pursuing a lot of your financial goals or your professional goals or trying to be something else and that's accountability you know i uh i'm a big believer in being the person that says you know what else could i have done a lot of times i've seen people like just roll over or oh this customer is so mean to me or whatever it was even when i was younger and i waited tables there would be servers all the time like oh i'm not gonna get a tip i'm not gonna get a tip and i would just ask like could you have done something else And the reason I say that is because whenever I was a server, this is Morgantown, West Virginia, by the way, the party school of the nation. Um, I was a server at a place called Eaton Park, which was, it's a, it's a chain restaurant. Uh, It's not exactly the most upscale of places, I guess is the best way to say it. It's very homey. Uh, It's like a neighborhood kind of place. But there, if you work during the day, a lot of older people would come in and... There was a guy specifically that would come in all the time. He'd leave three quarters, never a dollar, never dimes, just three quarters. So he left 75 cents as a tip. He had a cup of coffee and ice cream. And everyone was like, oh, my God, I have this guy. I forget his name. It doesn't matter. But one time I my name was the one I got pulled. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting two bucks out of that man. And uh, we had a little bet amongst the servers. You know, could I do it? I just did it. Like, I just turned it on, turned on the charm. And I was there with him for quite a while. Long story short, at the end of the day, he got up, he left. 
picked up his newspaper, was gone. When I came over to that table, your boy got $3 from this old man that's never tipped more than 75 cents. The moral of the story is there's always something else that you can do. You yourself can dictate how other people respond. You may not be able to control their emotions um, or their actions, but you can control the ways that they feel about you based on how you react towards them, if that makes any kind of sense. Um, you know, like let's say if it's in terms of reselling. I'm in a bunch of those groups, like community groups. By and large, everyone tries to help each other out, which is great. Uh, I'm a big fan of the positivity amongst people. I hate when people are constantly negative about nothing because you're just wasting everyone's time and ruining the mood. You can't be productive if you're negative all the time. But I was in one, and this uh, one of the members said something to the effect of, like, hey, my friend's doing this and this, and here I am. I struggled to, like, cancel my listings and relist them. It takes five minutes, but I, I'm just not motivated. And... There's always that person once a day, usually maybe four times a week minimum, where they ask, hey, is everyone else's sales down? Is it really slow right now? It, without fail, this question is asked every week. And then snowball effect. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the issue with all that is it's not, you know, someone else doing it to you. It's you. Like, the problem in this situation is 100%. The person that's involved. If you just stop and think, you know, I could do better. I don't understand why anyone does the same actions and expects the same results to be different next time. If you're going to constantly beat your head against a wall, eventually that's going to hurt. But sometimes these people like, you know, I don't, I don't mean to like bash anyone at all. But if you're one of those people that just expect better Without putting in the work, it's just not going to happen at all. And and I don't understand why, you know, like with this year's election, people were upset at other people because they wanted better. And why why be upset about that? You know, the constant response was, well, I struggled. I did this. I That's great. You know, I feel you. I hear you. But at the same time, you can't be mad or you can't fault someone for just wanting better. Like, you don't have to settle for okay. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> it's crazy to me that people at any age just settle. You know, someone gives you a little bit. You want it a lot. Take the lot, man. Like, don't wait for it. You know, I, uh, I work for myself. Very obvious, right? And I found out a long time ago that if I don't get up, put the pants on, go to work, it doesn't get done. And there needs to be days where it doesn't get done. Trust me. That's something we'll talk about later. Is there needs to be days when you separate and turn off. But you got to do the work before. So whenever you do separate and turn off, you know, it's automated or it's set up. The systems are in place to kind of correct everything. But accountability is something that's going to affect your sales. It'll affect your morale. If you're working with a team, if, if you don't have someone that can be accountable you know, you're just going to be a ship just lost out in the ocean. You got to do something about it. It affects like your negativity and your productivity. Nothing can stop you being productive quicker than not being accountable for the fact that you weren't being productive to start with. You have to look in the mirror and say, hey, like, I want better. Therefore, I have to do better. And, you know, you 
I don't know about you guys. I worked growing up. I worked at like a very young age my whole life. I don't know if I've had that that luxury of just get being given things. Maybe that's the way maybe the way I am. I don't know. I doubt it. Even if I were given things, I don't think I could just sit back and wait for it. <clears throat> maybe it's because I'm impatient. My doctor says I have extreme ADHD. I guess it is what it is. But, you know, just maybe run through your head a couple of times. Like, what can you start doing that's different? What is it that you could have done in that situation specifically? What steps could you have taken to have a different result? You can dictate the results that happen in your life. Whether you realize it or not, the way that you react is half the battle. Attitude will dictate the, you know, I guess happiness that you have. I used to tell people all the time, like, I can teach anyone how to do this, whatever that job would be, but I can't teach an attitude. And if you come in there just like upset at the world and lazy and not wanting to do anything and expecting something different, you expect different results, but doing the same actions, it's not going to work for me at all. You know, you have to understand that you're the only person that can fix a problem. And you can't fix that problem, whatever it is, say if it's the fact that your sales are down or if it's the fact that you're not being productive. To fix any problem, you got to address it, right? And the issue is that you are the problem. And you got to fix you. Now, I'm not saying, like, change your whole life around at all. Just pause, take a second, and realize, you know, I could do better. You can always do better. And if you don't want to always do better... What do you, you're just sitting around waiting to die at that point. And that's not for, that's not a life I want to live. You know, no one is as mean in this world as a person is to their self. Like no one will ever say the things that you say to yourself. No one will ever doubt you the way that you doubt yourself. Even the world's most confident people still doubt themselves. They won't tell you because that's part of it. You got to keep pushing through it, but you just, Got to get rid of the excuses and be accountable for it. That's it. End of the day. Who decides what happens? You decide. And you just need to move on. Let it happen. Let it play out. Take that time for yourself. Do a little reflection. Do whatever you got to do. Call your mom. Tell her you love her. I should probably do that tomorrow. But you need to just understand that that could have been different had you been different. And for those that understand that and then say, hey, I'm sorry, or that's my fault, admitting you're wrong is a tough thing sometimes, especially if you're a hard-headed guy, you know, but it's got to be done. It just has to. The other thing I want to talk about was being complacent. And in my eyes, I think that complacent means that you don't have competition, right? You don't have to have a mirror opposite of you like another person to be competition. You can compete against yourself. So you can compete against your own benchmarks. You can compete against your own figures. You are your competition. You know, I just said like no one as mean is as mean to you as you are to yourself. That's the, that's that guy across the court that's calling you out. Like that's the one on the other side of the line. When the ball gets snapped, like that's who you're against. You're against yourself and you need to, just move you out the way, get your head out of that game, and go forward. Do what it is you got to do to just turn it up. Like, you just have to constantly keep going, right? 
I got a problem and I know that I have a problem, but sometimes I get so into this work thing that like I won't sleep for a day or two days and that's not good. That's me competing against myself for what's best for me. You know, obviously I'm more productive or I'm better. I have a better work performance if I'm well rested. Clearly everyone does, right? But it is what it is. It's to a fault. And I think it's because sometimes I am very, um, very motivated to get the job done. And that sets me up. And I got to stop doing that. Maybe you guys can help me stop doing that. I don't know, but we'll see. That same person in that group was saying, you know, like, I've always wanted to run a business or, or how do I get more productive? What is it that's stopping me? I'm in such like a hole. And we do that as ourselves. That's our competition, aka us, pushing us down, right? And we will beat the hell out of us. We are so mean to ourselves sometimes. And you just got to celebrate the little wins and understand that that's not the end of the day. Like there's something beyond whatever it is that you're facing in your head. And you can get past it, right? But to be more efficient at work, to get a better day's work done, you got to add more work. You got to be busy, right? So if you're sitting around waiting or doing something and you have nothing, no urgency, what else is going to happen? Like you're just going to sink into it. Like, trust me, I, I got my frequent couch miles down. Like I have spent days on that couch. Like I was in college for seven years, you know, but I knew that too. And I, I didn't know it then. Now I understand it. But my recommendation for the people that are feeling just, uh, you know, is first take that time, hold yourself accountable for that time, take a day, maybe two, just log off like social media, cell phone, the world. Like you don't need the weight of 8 billion people on your back when you're trying to just zone out. You don't need it, and it won't help. Just get it out the way. Take a minute. Decompress. You know, go for a ride. Uh, sleep for 16 hours. Do whatever it is that you do. I don't know. That's on you. But you got to do that. And then whenever you're done and you got it out the system, you're not hating yourself. You're not telling yourself, like, oh, you're not good enough or whatever it is that you're telling yourself. Then you move on. And then you get back to work. That's what we're going to do. We'll take our time. Maybe you'll cry. Who knows? But at the end of the day, you get back up and you outwork the person beside you because that's how dollars happen and that's how success comes. You know, it's not a joke that if you work hard, you can get where you are. Sure, people take shortcuts. You know, it's, it's frustrating, obviously. But at the end of the day, Forget them. They're not the competition. You are the competition. You're the one that's in charge. You know, it's 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 very easy to get caught up and to lose focus. I don't know if you guys knew, but the average person in America is exposed to over 2,000 advertising messages every single day. You don't realize it, but there's constantly someone else's message in your face. And the way social media works now, it's instant, like... <clears throat> Instant comparison, instant social like standard of what am I? And that's the problem is that we forget that, that we're not competing against everyone else. 
No one else matters. I don't care if the person next door to you is making $300,000 a year. Don't care at all. I care if you are going to be good to yourself and be happy with what you got. And if you're not going to be happy with what you got, let's work on it. Let's get it better. Let's do something else. If it's money that you need to relieve some of that stress, let's find another avenue. Let's find another income stream. If it's just the everyday monotonous working thing that is a problem for you, do something else. Like take a different job. You know, this person in that group, they said like, hey, my friend has this job and this job and this job. Good for your friend. What's stopping you? You want to do it? Try it. You know, I, I put off how I put off this own podcast for years. And it, and it's not that I I think that I am like a, a martyr or like, a you know, someone that can just lead a, a flock of people. But I do know that I have the ability to sympathize with certain people because I've been in a lot of those situations. Right. So typically I don't want to talk about my own life or anything like that or my kid or my family or whatever. But to get kind of deep for a sec, okay? There was times whenever I just didn't care. Didn't care about me. Didn't care about anything. Just didn't care. There was nothing that could have motivated me, right? Um, a few years ago, you know, we found out that I was going to have a daughter. Obviously, I didn't carry the child. I probably look like I carry a child sometimes, but I don't. Technically, I'm not pregnant. But, uh, you know, it was an unplanned child. Just like our son, but my son's my best friend. Um, and that, that happens, right? And it's not a big deal either. To summarize it all without going into too much detail, I, I lost my daughter, right? And for months after that, I was just bitter and angry and confused and hurt. And like, remember I said that we are the hardest on ourselves? Like, I blame myself. I still do. Every day, actually. Every single day, I blame myself for part of that. What could I have done better for it? Um, but the one thing that that whole horrible, unfortunate, just tragedy, I guess is the way to say it. The one thing that came out of that is that I realized there will never be a day or a challenge or a job or a person or there'll never be anything else that can make me feel that bad. Nothing in the world, not even my own demise could bring me back to that level. You know, losing a child is, is absolutely the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, there, there's no debate about it. And, you know, from that, I'm blessed for the fact that my daughter was able to show me, you know, I don't, I don't need to worry. I don't need to, I don't need to get upset. I don't need to, like, lash out at others. You know, and I, now I don't even really get mad about stuff. Like maybe for like five, six seconds, minutes. But as soon as I can get myself and remember, hey, it, it, it could be worse. And it could be the absolute worst. This isn't a big deal. As soon as that happens, I'm good, right? We don't have to apologize. We don't have to shake hands. We don't have to do any of that nonsense. We can just dust ourselves off, go back to work. 
And to have that feeling to know that there's nothing else in the world that it could ever hurt that much is, is it's a humbling thing. That's for damn sure. It's very humbling. And <clears throat> not a lot of people have humbled me in my life, but my daughter's absolutely someone that has. So whenever you guys are thinking about um, your competition, uh, which is you, like I said, whenever you're thinking about that, sometimes you can get burnout, right? That's the other thing I was going to talk about, being burnout. And everyone hits a wall. They really do. Like you can, you know, back in a day, I would have like mental breakdowns from stress. I would let myself get that worked up where I would have like a panic attack almost like Tony Soprano reeling some sausages. I would work myself up to that point that I would just break down looking like an ugly, ugly crier. Like I would just be a mess. Uh, and now I understand that that doesn't have to happen. I don't need to do that. You know, what you got to do whenever you're on that verge or whenever you're wherever, if it's really tough, you got to figure out what is the reason you were doing it to start with. What is your why? You're going to hear a lot of people talk about that, especially in my industry. People always say it. It's like a, it's like a buzzword, right? Like, what's your why? But there, it's more than that. It's just sometimes people bastardize it and try to make a couple bucks off of it. I'm not making anything off this, but you got to figure out what is the reason. What's your why? For me, I have a son. My biggest fear growing up, and still probably partially to this day, is being a bad father. I had no one to compare myself to, just winging it. Um, luckily, I got a pretty damn amazing kid who makes it a little easier, but you know, that's that's what makes me work is I want to provide a better life for him, a better opportunity and a, and a choice to be as independent as he possibly wants to be when he's older. And, um, that's why I do it. And nothing's going to be worse than what I've happened to me before. It's not about me at this point. It's about him. It's about what can I do to get him one more step further to get him whatever, secure, uh, set up, however you want to say it. What can I do for that guy? Sure, there's personal satisfaction out of that. And I hope so. You should feel proud of your accomplishments. You'll never hear me say, don't be proud. That doesn't make any damn sense. You should celebrate every little win more than you do the big ones. You know, so that way you remember why you're doing it. If you can figure out what your why is, it doesn't have to be a person. It could just be that moment. You know, whenever you wake up and you're the only person awake, you go downstairs, you grab yourself a drink, you do whatever, and there's like that little moment. It's about six, seven seconds, very fleeting time of your life where just nothing really matters. And you are just completely clear to do nothing but live and breathe. Maybe that's your why. I don't know. You're the one that has to decide it. Maybe you're in love with your spouse and you want to make them proud of you. Completely get that. I personally want to make my significant other proud of me as well. It's a huge goal of mine. I want to make my son. I want to, I want to have that day whenever he says, that's my dad out there, right? I want to have that when he brags about me. I didn't get to do it, 
but I want him to be able to have that opportunity that I didn't have. And for me, like I, so I grew up very, um, very low income in a very rural kind of area, small town, West Virginia. I think we have 5,300 people growing up. You know, uh, a lot of the town worked at like these plants. My mother, one of the sweetest ladies in the world, actually she's kind of a jerk too, but she raised five children as a single mother on her own uh, with a salary that she got. I think back then, the earliest I can remember, I think she was making $5.75. She was a cashier and she raised five of us. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, she went to that job. She hated it. Yeah, she made the best of it. She probably had a couple friends there. But my mom always wanted to do a couple of things. I found out not long ago she wanted to be in the Air Force. She wanted to fly an airplane. I never had that chance. She still hasn't been on a plane. And she's a hundred some thousand years old now. Uh, but she did it because the why was she had a responsibility. We all have a responsibility to whatever that why is. You just have to get down and to yourself there. Like you're going to have to have one of those times when you figure out like who you are. And when you do that, you'll know what it's about. But she worked like she worked. I, you know, we grew up kind of self-regulating. We weren't terrible. Sure. It caused a little problem every now and again, but you know, she kept us in line. Did we have all the newest clothes or newest toys? No, but that stuff doesn't matter anyway. Like if you ever see me now, you know, if I'm doing something kind of professional, I'll probably dress a little more. But other than that, like, I'm dressing like a bum 24-7 because I can. I want to be comfortable at the same time. I don't want to feel restricted or confined to something. One of my big problems with, uh, with the way the world is is that everyone always tries to take, like, a, a round peg into a square hole or whatever that expression is. Basically, what I'm trying to say is everyone always tries to put a label on something like, oh, you're mad. You're mad at me. doesn't matter. Like, maybe I'm not mad at you right now. Maybe I'm just trying to figure out what I am first. Or this whole, like, political thing. I'm a Democrat. You're a Republican. It's us against you. Why does it got to be that way? Why do we have to figure out who it is? I actually had a conversation with someone last night. He's a 54-year-old black man that lives in Florida. So he's a person of color and he lives in Florida. And as he was talking about himself, like what he's going through in his life and everything, the one thing that really stood out to me is that he didn't say, hey, I'm a black guy. Like, I've never met the guy. It's just an online kind of thing, a little business thing. Um, and I found that a lot of people of color that I've talked to or met, a lot of times they describe themselves or very early on in that conversation, they mention the fact that they are a minority and I don't think it's done like intentionally or it's not done as a way of bragging or anything like that. It's just that for so damn long, they've had that label thrown at them. Like it's something bad and it's obviously not like, I don't know why that would ever be something bad. People just want to force labels. And when you label something that makes it easier to not like that, or that makes it easier to like that all these riots and whatever it was. There were some people on one side of this argument that were blaming, like, BLM. There's other people on the other side of the argument they are blaming Antifa, whatever that is. <clears throat> End of the day, neither one of them said, hey, let's do this. It was just someone acting on their own urges to get that 
destruction caused. They were doing whatever it was, like destroying, rioting, looting, yada, yada, yada. They did that to validate whatever it is they need to validate about themselves. They didn't do it in the name of anything else. Like, if I walked into a church and shot up a bunch of people and said, I did it for Jesus, like, I don't think you guys are going to believe that, are you? Like, you can't just believe it because someone said it. You know, you don't have to have a label on anything. You know, uh, you just don't. If anything that has taught me as I've gone along in my lifetime, growing up from that small, pretty conservative area, is that, you know, things can be fluid. Uh, those are words that people actually use. Things don't, you don't need to label things. Nothing good's going to come out of it. Just, I mean, what is, you do that for your own reason because you have whatever kind of fear that you can't identify that problem. So you have to throw a label on top of it. You don't have to do that, man. Like, just go on about your day. Nothing's going to be that bad. Just keep going. You don't have to say, hey, I'm mad or I'm whatever. Feel it and go. You know, a lot of people think that, like, the work, uh, that your job is what beats you down into that, 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 like, funk. Like, it's my job. You know, I hate going to work or whatever it is. It's not the job. You don't have to label the reason because at the end of the day, what it really is, is that you didn't find the satisfaction that you needed. The issue isn't anything else. It's you. You dictate the happiness level in your life. You dictate everything in your life. Do certain people have it worse than others? Absolutely. Certain people have it better? Duh. That's what happens, right? But at the end of the day, everyone dictates their own. So, like, you can sit around and say, hey, this is the issue or this is the issue. And you know what that is? That's just making excuses. You know, last time I checked, an excuse has never cashed a paycheck. An excuse never said it was proud of me. An excuse never got me one step closer to any goal I ever had. You know, so one thing that, like, I personally have done that I've found has been very helpful to help me avoid things like the burnout or like beating myself up or, you know, not want to be accountable for not getting my stuff done. One thing that I've always done is I've tried to help other people and to a fault sometimes. But for whatever reason, I'm one of those people that get a lot of satisfaction out of helping someone else. I don't know why. I just do like, even if it's something little, like, yo, let me show you this or let me help educate you with this or you need some money here. Have it. Like I've given people money when I didn't have any money and it's not even about the money part. It's the fact that I was able to provide them with that a few seconds of like, okay, maybe it can be better or whatever it is. Or maybe then I could even provide them with that, that moment where they stop putting it all on their damn self. Many, many years ago, whenever I was very poor, and I remember like walking around thinking like, you, Kevin, are the, you're the problem. Like you are the issue. You're not worth it. You're not smart enough. You're not like talented enough. Are you funny? Yeah, you're damn funny, Kev. You know you are. Are you charming? Absolutely. But you're still the problem. Once you let that little moment or that little thought hit your brain, it will pollute you. It'll take care of it like, like a poison or cancer, just slowly eating into your attitude or your work habits or your 
your relationships. Like once you start that doubt about yourself, that doubt doesn't stop. That you know, that's a lot of times why people don't trust each other in relationships. It's not because someone's cheating. It could be, <laughs> obviously, but it's because there's just a little doubt that they don't think they're good enough. And I don't I don't want to necessarily say it's for everyone it's they don't think they're good enough for the person they're with. It's just they don't think they're good enough for that expectation that they had about themselves. You are. If you go out and you try and you fail, you failed. But it's not really failing if something else happened out of it, right? I like to think that instead of saying that we failed, maybe we just say that we learned. You know, maybe we just learned not to do it that way. You can find education anywhere. You know, you don't have to go to college. Actually, I wish I never went to college. And whenever I say that, I mean, like, I don't, I don't wish I wasn't around those people because I met some of the best friends of my life. Uh, I've had some of the most amazing experiences of my life. Like I have, I learned a lot, but I didn't learn it inside that classroom, like within myself and around the diversity of other people. College didn't do it. College gave me a bunch of debt. Uh, I didn't really, I can't really think of many times that I was actually challenged by the work or cared or invested. I, I kind of did like my junior or senior year, all four of them. Um, I kind of did get a little more invested then for the fact that like, finally it was the classes that I wanted to do. Like it was entrepreneurship. It was advertising. It was those things that I like, right? I'm interested in that. If I can't get challenged by that competitor, the competition isn't there. I'm going to do what everyone else does. If I don't challenge myself, I'm going to get in that funk. There's a reason why I went to college for seven years in a summer, and that's to figure that out. Like, it, I did I fail at college? No, I got a degree. I don't know where it is. I put that away, I don't know, 10 years ago, and I haven't seen it since because it doesn't matter. I don't need that label. The feelings and the and the friendships and the bonds and stuff, that's, that's that label I needed. I just needed that. Like, I just needed, I guess, to fig- figure out who I was and who the world was. I needed to figure out that the biggest thing stopping me from doing what I want to do would be me or my attitude or my actions or the way I react. And I did that at college, technically, while I was in college, a little bit after, too. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've had this conversation times, like, whenever you're growing up, what everyone says, you need to go to school, you need to get an education so you can get a job. No one says, hey, you need to go to school so you can figure out how to like balance a checkbook, have an 800 credit score, start your own business, and be happy. No one says that. They say, go to school, get an education, get a job. Like it's automatically assumed that whatever it is that you wanted to do in your life doesn't matter anymore because now you have to go work for someone else. And why are we doing that? Like, why can't we just, why can't we teach people how to like, Run their own business. That's what I want to do, right? That's that's because of that. I want to help people set up whatever it is, big, small, little, whatever. I want to help them be in charge of their financial future, and I want to help them at the end of the day find success in something that maybe a lot of people are going to be like, "Hey, that's not a job" or whatever. And that's because they need that label. And I don't know if you figured it out by now, but I don't give a damn about the label. What really matters is if you are happy or not. And, you know, money doesn't buy everything. That's obviously proven. Sometimes 
money, if we're labeling it that, can give you that feeling of security or comfort. Or you're not worrying that your bill is going to get, like, your electric's going to get turned off. Or you're not worrying, like, oh, man, I can't get whatever for whoever for Christmas or whatever it might be. Money has kind of taken on its own label of whether or not someone's successful. And that's not always the case at all by any means. Obviously, you can't take it. Well, you can take it with you, but you're dead, bro. And I think this is why I started doing this other thing like i think this is why i started you know uh finding satisfaction or finding it very extremely rewarding helping other people i think it's because i grew up without it like i grew up without the money so if i can't give someone a dollar and i think that if like you guys kind of adopt that like it's it's not just about that money part but it's about helping yourself and about helping the ones you care about and about helping strangers like i don't care who you are you know, I don't hate anyone. I actually, I just don't. Like, I don't know of a single person that I hate. I don't think I could ever bring myself to that level of hating someone because at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal, right? But regardless of all that, I don't care who it is. If someone said, hey, can you help me? Absolutely. Can you help me do this? Yep. Don't even know what they said, but yep. If someone can take it upon themselves to say, hey, I need help, I'm going to do what I can, regardless if it helped or not. I get that reward or I get that little mental high or whatever it is. Like, hey, I did this for someone. It kind of validates me. It doesn't matter if I got $10 or $10,000 in my pocket. and said I was able to uh, affect someone and leave an impression on someone. So maybe whenever you guys are feeling in that funk or you're like just uh, like I hate it and like I don't want to do this and whatever else it is do a couple of things okay like realize A it's not going to be worse than other things it could always be worse this isn't that bad check yourself what could I have done differently look at your competition realize it's no one else but yourself you're the reason why you're feeling that way not because the neighbor bought a new car and then if you want to feel better, help someone. If you want to avoid getting burnt out, help someone. You know, I, I, I've done a lot of fundraisers. I've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars, literally. And I don't mean to just say that like to brag. But if you wanted to add the numbers up, I've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for people. In addition to hours and hours or actions, um, tangible things I've given the people. Like I've done a lot of that. And there's been nothing in my lifetime that's been more rewarding than that kind of stuff. I think this is kind of like also whenever you become a parent, like you, you know, you're not doing the stuff for your kid technically, but you were part of the process to shape them to get there. Yeah. Like whenever my kid uh, does something funny, which he does all the time, he's the funniest kid in America. I think whenever he does things like that, I'm like, Oh, how about that? He's acting like his old man there. Or maybe he did that because he saw me do that. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I impacted that person. You know, you're, you're not guaranteed a tomorrow ever in this world. So while you're here, instead of worrying about the dollars that you put in your dirty pants, maybe worry about the thoughts and impressions that you leave on other people. If you maybe start thinking that way, 
if everyone did that, if everyone cared a little bit more about other people, you imagine what kind of world we live in. But I'm just saying we've been doing the same thing for a long time and nothing's changed. So maybe figure out what it is that's stopping you. Uh, spoiler alert, it's you. Um, figure out that you are your competition. Understand that. Take accountability for it. You're burning yourself out. That's cool. Pause. Do you time. You know, recharge. And the biggest thing coming up, we got a new year coming up. The biggest thing I want, like, everyone to do, and I've been doing it a lot lately um, for something I can actually show from it as well. But the biggest thing that I want you guys to do is to invest in yourself. It doesn't have to be money. You know, just invest in yourself. Whether it's, like, you saying, hey, you're doing well, or hey, I'm... I want to do this, so I'm going to allow myself to do this, or I'm not going to stop me this time. Like, I'm not going to say you can't, or even if it's like you want to learn something and you take it upon yourself to go learn it. You know, I I made the joke quite a few times. I I got myself a bachelor's degree in SEO this year. They don't even do that, I don't think. I don't think that's a real degree. That's what I mean is I put that amount of work two years into two months, and I've gotten better, and it shows because I knew that I needed to invest myself and have a couple more tools. So maybe we could do that to ourselves, figure out a couple plans or a couple goals and do that. But yeah, you just got to realize that you're the one on your way. Once you figure that out, and if you have to go pause and recharge to do it, do it. Before you just go running away and recharging, try to set up the systems and the automations and whatever else you need to make sure that, you know, Whatever it was that you wanted to accomplish, that goal, it can still get accomplished. It's like it just didn't fall apart because you walked away for two, three days or whatever it was. And keep track of your goals, guys. What's the old saying? A goal without tracking it is, uh, I don't know. I forget it. But it was something important because it made an impression on me. <laughs> but maybe a goal without a plan is just a dream or something. I don't know. It was cool. Heard it in a movie. You know, wrapping this whole thing up. Is I I don't I don't mean like for this to like come off as me beating you guys up. It's not about you. These are the same things I've said to myself for years. I still do. You know, I just I just think that whenever we as people can understand that we as people are some of the most like insanely intricate designed species to allow us to comprehend and feel that we got to start listening to ourselves a little bit and figuring it out, you know, different ways instead of just beating ourselves up because it hurts when you get beat up. Trust me, it's happened to me once, I think, but it definitely hurts. Be good to yourself, okay? All right, and what I was mentioning earlier, that on our Twitter page, School Self Made, because Twitter doesn't allow so many characters, I can't get the of word in there, so it's just school self-made i'm gonna pin a tweet and you guys can just reply to it you don't have to quote it or anything because maybe you're embarrassed or whatever it doesn't matter it's not for anyone else it's for us okay it's for you let me know what it is that you wanted to do and let me know what's stopping you and i'm gonna pick one of you guys out to do my damnedest to help and if you guys see someone else on there that like you could help by all means, go ahead. You don't have to, but if you could help someone out of that too, go ahead. Why are you not doing what you want to do? What's holding you back? 
I know the answer already. Like we already said it seven, eight times. It's you. But why? Like why are you holding yourself back? And then after we figure that out, we can go we can go to work fixing that. Not fixing it, I guess. That's that's the wrong word. You're not broken. We can go to work like redirecting that energy. Yeah, I'm a big believer in staying positive. I'm the most overly positive person that you might meet. And actually, at some points, I'm very annoying because I'm too positive. <laughs> Go over school self-made. Leave me a message. Let me know what it is that's holding you back. And I'm going to try to help as many as you possible to get you to that next step. And if that next step is nothing else but just like getting you out your own way, trust me, that can do wonders for your mind, your mental health, and for your productivity and your success at your work. If it is something like, hey, I want to have this business, and I'm not going to open up my wallet and give you like a hundred grand, but I'll do my best to put you on a path to make that, you know, I'll do what I can to help. Okay. Uh, thank you guys once again for just sitting down and listening, I guess. You know, sum it up too. Like, I don't ever want you guys to think that you're not worthy of whatever it is you want. Know that you are. And I don't want you to do it for anyone else but for you. Like, you need to know that you can do that. Anyone can do it. Humans are the most creative species in the world. I know that if you wanted to have your own business, you could do that. You could excel at that. If you wanted to be more productive, you can do that. If you wanted to make more money, you can do that. If you wanted to be happier, you can do that. All right, guys. School, self-made, on Twitter. None of that parlor BS. <laughs> um, check it out. Drop me a note. And be honest. Don't just be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. Let me know what the issue is. And I'm going to do my best to help, right? And please help each other. Until next time, guys, be good, be calm, and just be yourself, man. Enjoy your week. We'll talk.